Good evening, this is the Bottom Rock Podcast. Today is episode 10, and it's about moving through the wave. You know when you're on the beach, and we need to, we want to get out to a place where we're going to be surfing? We need to dive into the wave. We need to be able to get to our destination by diving into that wave Otherwise, it's going to be sending us backwards and crashing back into shore. So we learn to use our body, we learn to use the board, and we, and we swim underneath that wave. And during these difficult bottom rock experiences, we need to dive into that emotion and we need to feel that emotion. Those waves of anxiety, we need to have... The understanding that that's exactly what it is. We, we can't surf that wave at that time. We can't get over it or we can't let it go or move through it any other way than diving into it. And so finding the, the purpose in the pain is to look at the experience as both positive and negative, but then commit to which one we're going to do. When we allow the negative experience to to drive us towards our self-soothing vices, doing those things further inhibit our progress. It washes us back to shore. When we are choosing to drink too much or we're choosing to get into drugs or we're choosing to get to our different addictions, it it further inhibits our progress. And the people who are sober for six years or 25 years, they reflect the same mindset. And that's what I want to share today of different paths that I've been through. Um, And this time, as I'll explain a little bit later, I'm committing to this and there'll be some more sharing and that's why like this episode it took a little bit more to kind of gather the thoughts and really understand with that kind of eagle vision that I said the other day of the of the um, perspective and focus it's seeing the landscape differently so that we can see which one leads to a healthier life and healthier lifestyle so the, the positive mindset drives us through the wave. It allows us to dive deep into it. And the positive mindset is providing the security, knowing the feeling and the emotion doesn't need to control our behavior. We choose a state of being progressive to commit to health. And if we do get trip backwards a little bit, if we do allow that wave to take us back, very subtly and quickly and using humility, we forgive ourselves for self-soothing and it gets us quickly onto that path uh, or at least back to the path that um, it's going to help us in a more positive way. When we're out of our security, that wave will change our behavior and lead to a more disruptive state. When 
when we're being led by our attachment styles of going into our abandonment or going into our anxiety, we will do the things that we're going to regret, we're going to have remorse for, we're going to be shameful of, we're going to have guilt over. And that's not where we want to go. Like, I've been through that stage. Uh, we regularly do things like with that that flirt with that stage, that state of being. But we really, when we're on that bottom rock spot, take the time to be able to let that go over you. When we're not understanding ourselves, we get hit by the wave. Our communication challenges cause disruption in our relationship. And... For example, the progress of normal growth can cause positive stress. So if you're getting married, if you're buying a home for the first time or a second time or moving cities or you're in a new job, that can be an extremely positive stress that leads to more disruption. It can cause us to go into those vices um, because we can have a vision And we could want that married life. We could want that new home or that new job. But when it actually arrives, a ton of fear comes in based off our belief system of how will I maintain this? And people so often push our emotions aside saying, get over it. That's no big deal. You'll be fine. But there's usually an underlying attachment. And that's what often leads to the disruption and then destruction of our relationships. And this is a smaller example, but a very interesting example that I found in my life. When Penelope was a very young child, she was below one. We were getting ready to go on a hike at the time, and we had just picked up a new carrier. The carrier was because Penelope was growing. And she was supposed to go on the back now instead of the front. And typically, when I was walking the dog with Penelope every day, when I was going on these hikes with the partner at the time, Penelope was always in the front. She was facing forward. And she would hold my finger, my index finger, with her little uh, hand. And to me, it just... It was just sweet. It was just nice and kind of heartwarming. And when she wasn't doing that, she was chewing on my finger. She would kind of soothe, like, because everyone knows that baby's teeth and uh, they love just kind of gnawing on your finger. And, And for some reason, that was such a precious thing. But I didn't realize it at the time of how much I enjoyed that until this carrier issue popped up and I'm only aware of it now in the moment um, the partner had said "Um, don't worry about that that carrier just uh, load up the new carrier like no it's fine I'll just use this one and this is how things kind of progress as we go through life where suddenly we can escalate or the situation can disrupt the day um but at the time, I'd been working on tools of uh, reflection and, and the resources to understand a little bit further. So it wasn't that disruptive to the day. But 
I was told to continue to like well, just just put in the put the new carrier in the van. Like just use that one. It it's new. It like we'll try it out. It'll be good. And I kept delaying it and pushing it. No, I'm good. No, I'd want this one. And then you kind of go back and forth as couples do and it gets a little bit heated like just put it in stop being ridiculous use the new one back and forth a little bit further until i i was asked a reflective question of like why are you holding like why don't you just use this and all of a sudden i just kind of broke down and it just hit me um like the preciousness of your little girl like chewing on your finger uh would never happen again is where my belief system went uh her kind of letting go of holding my finger uh while walking in that like that vulnerable state where they're like they're sitting on the front of your chest is is so endearing and my belief system for a number of different reasons thought that that change and progress in her growth was then going to like push us a little bit further away and when we keep avoiding our waves our communication keeps us from like keeps missing the mark and it's such a small thing but it was uh insightful and helpful to understand how impactful it can be in our relationships. Like they say, the old saying goes, the pathway to hell is paved with good intentions. So instead of taking that negative pathway and these good intentions to hell, we take this belief system and we check in with what we actually are moving towards. We move our belief system to build our leadership. We move our belief system to to get back to that positive and maintain that positive positive outlook on life. And I I took a course last year. There's 17 weeks. It was a men's mentor group, and they summed it up quite nicely on how to perceive our belief system and how our emotions can impact our daily life and the decisions that we make can either lead to our negative path or our positive path. So if we take kind of the alphabet A, B, C, D, E, we have our activating event, we have our belief system, our consequences, our decisions, and then the effect. The A and the E are outside of our control, so the, which are the activating event, and then the effect of our decisions and our belief system. The effect is what we do on the inside of our system, inside of our head and inside of our emotions, and that's going to lead us to turmoil, or it's going to lead us to harmony and progress. So we all have these experiences happen. Someone might not answer your text message, for example, uh, in the time that you think that they should be answering. And so the, the negative belief system that we have, that's either innate 
and influenced by our social circle, our upbringing, we take that belief system and it impacts our feelings. So the text message is delayed. Our belief system might be this person doesn't care. This person is um, cheating on me. This individual is is preoccupied and doesn't care about me. And what that's going to do is cause the the feeling to allow the negative state to flow. So then we start feeling hurt. We start feeling disrespected. And then we make the decision, I'm going to be angry at this person or I'm going to be upset with this person. And the effect of allowing that negative decision-making to happen is going to cause us the turmoil. Where if we check in our belief system initially... And we say, okay, well, this person is human. They're probably busy. They maybe want to respond in a more articulate manner. That's going to allow the positive state to flow. And what that's going to do is allow us to use compassion and patience and strengthen our positive state, which will bring us more harmony to the relationship and to our life. So what we need to do is really slow down our feelings, slow down and move our body and move our mind to make sure that our belief system is dedicated and committed to that positive state. Sometimes that wave that we're experiencing is causing us to get into that negative state of flow. We've been through this before. We might have that kind of PTSD or triggering effect from old relationships or parent relationships, but we need to check in to ourself and really focus on what our belief system is. Take time. So, for example, to go back to that Penelope situation when she was younger, it was a time when I thought she was never she wasn't going to be bonded as well with me. I was I thought she was going to be kind of progressing at a different rate than I thought. Like in my mind kind of jumped ahead. She's graduating high school, she's moving out soon. I just ran with it. And only for the purpose of this podcast, it is just that's the analogy I came up with that is um on the lighter side. Uh and it is Just something small that can then make or break kind of the day. Um, But it's an example of the time that it took to slow it down allowed the hike and the the opportunity to, to move quickly so it didn't disrupt the entire day. The other podcast I did, I gave a an analogy of the eagle. The eagle flew up, ignored the pigeons, ignored the crows. Uh, ignored the squawking seagulls and it got to that that spot up top so it was able to get that focus and that perspective of the landscape and that's what we always need to do we always need to put in the work to check in with ourself of which path am I going to take and it's all about mindset it's about confidence to give you another animal analogy because I love the animal kingdom. It's so fascinating to watch and witness. So in nature, the lion is such a strong figure. The lion, 
they often say is in the jungle, but it's not in the jungle at all. It's actually in the Sahara um, or in the desert, and they follow the herds of prey around Africa and all kinds of things, um, which follow the grass and which is the rainy seasons. And anyways, so the lion is the most feared when the elephants or the giraffes or the impalas get the sense of the lions around that lion is feared but that lion isn't the strongest it's not the tallest it's not the largest it's not even the fastest but if you look at the lion it's the confidence it's the willingness to follow its desires and the determination to go get that lunch to see that giant elephant who could crush itself who could crush the lion in a very short period of time uh it's the the lion who is determined to go get what it wants and that's what we have to do when we're on the bottom rock we have to check in with that belief system and have the confidence in our belief system to go and get what we want if we want that great family, if we want that career, if we want that um, those different vacations, we have to use our confidence and our belief system so that we can build more harmony into our life. But we have to remember that our belief system is influenced by our environment, which is our relationship with our family, our choice of partners, and our career path. And at different times, we might think we're not smart enough or we're not educated enough or nobody in my, which is influenced by family, like no one in in my family went to school or I'm on the path that my, I'm following the path of my father or my mother. Our impact, our environment truly impacts our belief system. And so we need to sometimes slow down and check in with our family development. We have to check in with our social circle and the impact that our friends and our family are having on us. We have to check in with our mentors and where we're, and your mentor might be your best friend. And we have to figure out where that gold nugget is coming from. And we have to get a little bit of insight from these people, but not to allow it to change our belief system towards the negative path but towards the positive path and you take that little gold nugget that helps and then you find your own mine and you go mine your own gold and you take that belief system and you amplify it um, through the pain and through the different experiences by allowing that wave and to pass over you so that you're in your security and in your confidence And sometimes we need to take that humility, we take humility, and we keep going towards the waves, and the waves get shorter, we dive into them, they get a little bit more easier to manage, and we quickly own the issues that progress. And by using humility, we're able to express our fears a little bit quicker, and What will happen, as you'll see over time, is that using this 
virtue of humility leads to the progress of the changing of these waves. So the waves, they change in their amplitude and they change in their length. So when we have that desire to do something that we will regret or be shameful for or feel guilty of, we allow it to move. And instead of having those sensations and those desires for a day or a few days or six hours, over time, when we, prog- we commit to that progress, to that growth, those waves are only there for 10 minutes, 60 minutes, and they pa- pa- pass quickly and they pass um, and leave an opportunity for more strength. And it's fascinating to witness. Um, I've personally been going through that a lot lately. Uh, and I'll get into that more shortly. Um, but I just wanted to share with you something that I discovered actually today. Uh, I was reminded of a time when I started to really witness the contrast of homes and the contrast of different environments and the contrast of feelings. Um, it caused more reactions uh, versus positive responses uh, because that's kind of how I got here today of of learning through pain. Um, so I found a note that I wrote to my 11-year-old self, and I'll just read it. It says, Dear 11-year-old, you wandered down the street alone looking into homes, seeing how people are loving and living their lives so many questions about happiness tv dinner death this is the first time you accept death as a way out of the struggle and loneliness let the wave pass dive into the wave and observe it just like swimming in a lake be you the energetic playful self the cold is a reflection of how warm you are because you feel the contrast. That was a time when we were living in Hanmer, Ontario, just outside of Sudbury. And I was just coming out of the home where there was arguments in the home. The, the parents were fighting. Um, and things were like disruptive at home. Normal, I'm not blaming anybody, that's just what it is. Uh, but what that, what those, and then family members died and, and people got cancer and the family was quite disrupted. But what I didn't know, because it was confusing at the time, we didn't really know a lot about emotional intelligence. There wasn't a lot of emotional exploration or how do you feel during this time and what are you struggling with there wasn't a lot of check-ins in the home at the time there was more get over it going on with it Um, comedy was used when there was uh, moments of sadness Uh, there wasn't a lot of exploration Uh, I know this is common with so many people and um But what it led to was a person 
being myself, who went into uh, a state of being Eeyore. Uh, people and on this podcast, I still have it. It's, uh, it's obviously quite ingrained in me. Um, there's not a lot of fluctuation in my voice. There's not a lot of fluctuation in my behavior. There's a lot of delayed gratification. Uh, there's a lot of ability to deal with stress. And that's not always really a positive thing. It's it's positive because I can I can let that wave wash over me, and I've learned that, um, and I've learned to witness it. And that's probably why I can share this today and share the podcast and share all kinds of different things with people and support them at work one on one. And I get into how their bodies are impacted by emotions and pain and history and their nervous system stores the different traumas and experiences and there's patterns to it all and those patterns arise in the different joints and muscles and areas and it's connected with traditional Chinese medicine and it's connected with acupuncture and it's connected with uh, performance and inhibitions and and progressions and all kinds of things that that witnessing though of the different homes like you could like it's dark out i remember it being like minus 30 something just kind of getting space going for a walk but you see other people sitting around their dinner tables uh watching tv together laughing joking and i just come out of a negative environment and i was just wondering like what are they doing differently than our home is different uh than our home and and the the things that we're going through do they go through it and I remember that that's the first time that I was like contemplating like suicide at the time of like, what is the point to this stuff? And it's not, it's not a, a like a desire. It was just the first time I realized that there was an option. Um, and it was fascinating at that age. And it put me into a place of like, okay, well, I'm going to maintain this pain um, because I'm in this environment. And so the best way to get through the environment is to not react. And so I became Eeyore. I didn't react or I tried not to. I did, obviously, at different times, especially as I went into puberty and went through high school. And it just led to some different significant... uh, experiences where uh, it, it wasn't great for anybody. It wasn't great for my parents. It wasn't great for me. Um, but it it taught me now that we need to communicate and we need to find the purpose of the pain. And that's what I'm sharing with you guys today and with the podcast and, and maybe it's just for myself. I know there's only a few listeners and maybe it'll progress, but uh, it's fascinating to observe it because those waves come over us and we need to, to move through it. Um, because the pain that we feel is actually just the contrast of what we know from the good times to the bad times. 
and the slogan like teamwork makes the dream work we have to work with ourselves and work with the people so commit to that positive side um use our our primal support system which is breathing and exercise and movement uh i found that when we're in this time whether we are 11 or we're 39 or 86 we use our body to move to give us that space to bring oxygen to our body and our mind and that will allow our brain to help sort itself out help support you um so that you can find and finally see that purpose of the pain the exercise and the breathing gives us an opportunity to slow down because through all kinds of different things like whether it was like failing in school or having financial issues or going through relationship changes slowing ourselves down uh is key because timing is everything um the universe and if you're religious god is provides fascinating perfect timing with everything and it, it, it always delivers that aha moment for how we're going to see what that meaning of the pain is the purpose of the pain and how we're able to then move and strengthen our positive virtues and weaken our the hold of those negative virtues within us um because to repeat myself from earlier the maintenance of the vision is harder than achieving the vision we could get that home we could get that marriage we could get that job but it's harder to maintain it when we're not committed and dedicated to our positive mindset. And that's all based on our belief, our confidence in ourself and our team to move through it. A little bit of more personal insight to close up here. Today is day 60. It's Christmas Day. December 25th, 2022. Today is day 60 where I have not seen Penelope or Achilles. There's been no hand-holding. There's been no kisses. No hugs. Or adventures. It's hard. But I know that they'll return. Some way, shape, or form. I have emotions of sadness and frustration and powerlessness. And I'm aware of the pain... But I'm not letting it control my behavior in a negative manner. And I'm committed and keeping committed to the state of being healthier and finding the purpose of the pain. 
that I'm letting it flow right now and not stopping it because it's real. And no matter what people say or do, doesn't make it, doesn't have enough to push you in, to push me into that spot of going to where I'm going to have that shame and regret and guilt. I've done that before. And I'm not going to let it happen again. And I didn't think that was going to happen. But I'm here sharing it. And hopefully that this helps somebody else who's going through it at some other point in time. I'll probably feel a vulnerability hangover from this. I'm going to not want to share this or post this. Uh, but I'm going to push myself through it. And I've had a lot of people around who have been extremely supportive in more ways than they can imagine. Because teamwork makes the dream work. And I hope you find and develop your team around you and find your old gold mine and move yourself out of an Eeyore state and don't delay any gratification. You find your passion and you work on it. You find those things that make you feel alive so that you don't have to go through those waves of the suicidal ideation and you're and you don't have to go through those waves of shame and remorse because that's what leads to people to the actual suicide and those acts that you will deeper regret find the purpose in the pain and keep going That's the bottom rock.